Welcome to episode 10 of the Parbar Podcast Church History segment. We are diving back into our discussion of origin. And one of the things to take note of as we look back at the early church in the Roman Empire is that the treatment of Christians, uh, whether indifferent, well, or bad, was resting on the attitude of the emperor. So depending on the whims of whoever was the Caesar, um, that dictated how the church would be received. Most of the time, the emperors were indifferent, but many times, of course, uh, the emperors persecuted the church. Origen knew this uh, from the, the death of his father and the wicked actions of Caracalla in Alexandria. So Origen knew to protect, to, to protect the church that the emperor would have to be convinced to leave the Christians alone, or better yet, to be converted and become a Christian himself. But how could a wicked and bloodthirsty emperor like Caracalla be changed? Well, Caracalla was eventually, we don't really um, have to worry about that. Uh, aside from the gift of conversion by God, Caracalla wouldn't have changed. Caracalla was eventually betrayed and assassinated by one of his own soldiers. And a new emperor took over named Elagabalus in 210, I'm sorry, 218 AD. Elagabalus was wicked, of course, and did evil things, and folks knew that if he remained the emperor, then the Roman Empire would simply fall apart. Some of his family decided to plot against him and put um, their 14-year-old Alexander on the throne. Elagabalus was killed on March 11th in 222 AD, and two days later, his cousin Alexander 14 years old, became the emperor, and his mother Julia decided she wanted to learn about the Christians and why the empire was so against them. She herself was not a Christian, but she also did not hate them, and there were many Christians that served in her household. So when her son became emperor, there were many Christians in the royal house of Rome. She wanted to learn more about the church, the Bible, what Christians believe. So who better to ask and come and teach her? She was told of a great Christian teacher in, in the city of Alexandria by the name of Origen. And so she called for him to come and teach her and her son, the emperor Alexander. He first came to her in 218, while Elagabalus was still alive, when her son was 10 years old. Uh, and for uh, four years before he became the emperor, after Caracalla shut down Origen's school, he fled... Uh, Origen had fled to Caesarea, but came back when it was safe. And he met a wealthy man named Ambrose, and he became a Christian, and together they started the very first publishing house. Ambrose put all of his finances, which were great indeed, into making Christian books. This is how Julia had heard of Origen. Origen and his teachings began to spread through the Roman Empire because Ambrose paid people to copy down what Origen said. These books were then sent all over the Roman world. This actually became Origen's job, writing, uh, writing books. And he ended up publishing over 1,000 individual pieces of literature. Origen traveled around the Roman Empire preaching and teaching 
all the while still running the school in Alexandria, Egypt. So um, he certainly worked hard and kept up a very strict pace. Uh, Julia had heard of Origen because of all of his work and invited him to come to her house to teach all that were there. Alexander was listening, and when he became the emperor, he ended up protecting the church, and he even uh, had Luke 6.31. You can go and read that. He had Luke 6.31 written on the wall in the palace. However, he didn't um, attribute it to the gospel of Luke. He just had the verse up on the wall. Many people still, of course, blamed Christians for the trouble within the empire, and persecution still occurred. Um, and all the legal routes remained in place for Christians to be arrested, tried, and executed. So Alexander wasn't proactive in the persecution of the church, and yet he also did not lift um, the laws that permitted people to, to harm Christians. Alexander was, because he was so young, uh, he was known for doing whatever his mother told him to do. Uh, he was a terrible military leader. Many thousands of soldiers ended up dying because he was a coward on the battlefield and didn't know what he was doing, although I don't think he should have. <laughs> but anyway, the soldiers, and the soldiers said, uh, because Alexander surrounded himself with Christians, they thought that the Christians in Alexander's household had made him weak. A general in the army named Maximinus was forced by the soldiers, so they were all afraid to do it, and so they made Maximinus do it. Uh, they wanted him to become the new emperor. He didn't want to, but to do that, they first had to kill Julia and Alexander, which they did in the year 235 AD. Maximinus threw out all the Christians that Alexander had brought in, and he had them executed. So just, just right there in the space of three years, from 222, when Alexander became the emperor, to 235, uh, the Christian church went uh, from the Roman Empire being relatively indifferent to the church to hotly persecuted, just by the whims of the emperor. He told the soldiers in Alexander uh, in Alexandria to find Origen to, and to arrest him. But when they went searching for him, he wasn't there. Bishop Demetrius uh, had sent him out of the school and city and Origen was now leave, uh, living in Caesarea. Origen had heard there was a warrant out for his arrest issued by this new emperor, Maximinus, and so he fled from Caesarea to Cappadocia, and in, to the mountains, until Maximinus's time as the emperor came to an end. Ambrose, however, remember wealthy Ambrose of his publishing house, was still in Alexandria, and I say publishing house, and I, I don't mean like they had a printing press, so Ambrose would hire copyists. So there would be just room, a room full of men copying, hand copying down the things that Origen had said or written. And they would just do it over and over and over and over. And that's how these books were made. But uh, Ambrose was arrested and he was going to be martyred. Origen feared this and he wrote him a letter that became quite popular. And it's called the exhortation to martyrdom. But Ambrose was released, and he continued to publish Origen's writings. Now, Maximinus eventually lost the loyalty of his soldiers, and guess what? They ended up murdering him. And then a 13-year-old boy was made the emperor. His name was Gordian III. Persia at this time decided to war against the Roman Empire. I mean, hey, why not? 
They've only they've been killing each other. The leaders over there, and now they've got a thirteen year old boy running the show. Uh, Gordian the third died during the defense of the empire against Persia, and another emperor came to the throne, and he did not help the Christians either. Origen remained in Caesarea, and he started a school there, and this one ended up being larger than the one in Alexandria. Emperor Philip, um, this interesting story that um, Emperor Philip had to ask for forgiveness before coming to an Easter service um, by Bishop Babylus. And so at this time, when Emperor Philip was the Caesar, he at least recognized the authority of the church and he wanted to come to an Easter service, but he had to ask for forgiveness first. Uh, when Origen was 64 years old, uh, another emperor came to the throne, a man named Decius. Decius's desire was not to get uh, rid of every church and every Christian in the Roman Empire. He went after it a different way, and he thought that if he got rid of the church's most prominent leader, then the church would simply fall apart. And so he went after Origen, knowing just how important Origen was. If he could get Origen to, de to deny Jesus, not, not kill Origen, but get Origen to to de publicly deny Jesus, then many Christians would most likely do the same. So they locked, they caught Origen, they locked him up in a dark cell, they tortured him day after day, and they told him that he could go free if he just gave up his faith in Jesus. But no matter how bad that they hurt Origen, he would not deny Christ. Decius died in the year 251 AD, and upon his death, Origen was released from prison. But three years later, in the year 254, Origen ended up dying from the wounds that he received, um, from the wounds that he received while he was in prison. Well, that was a very brief rundown of the life of Origen. There's much more to say about um, this figure, this man that God rose up on behalf of the church. Um, many of his teachings and writings are still available today that you can find and read through. Now, origin, fascinating character, and that is all we have for this episode of the Parbar podcast, and I will see you next time. Mm -hmm.